Yvette likes her butt rubbed, right? <laughs> so sometimes when she wears those pajamas, they feel really nice. So like I'll like they're okay. soft, mm -hmm. right? Okay. The butt's soft and the pajamas are soft. Okay. So I'm grabbing that, right? Okay. So I'm in the pajamas and I scratch my butt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my butt's soft too. <laughs> It was so zesty. Oh I hated God. it. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Hello, my name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 203 of How, How Married Are, Are You? you? Okay, my name is Belief. This is Yvette. We married 13 years. In California, we got four kids. Relationships scary. It's very necessary. We share our love of struggles. We ask how married are every, every Tuesday, Tuesday and Thursday, Shawty. <laughs> if you're listening, you're in the wedding party. It's okay if you want to put your hands up. You got the questions. We got the answers. It's chocolate baby story time. Chocolate baby story time. It's chocolate baby story time. One, two, three, and... All right, so I've been um, having a good time being an influencer. <laughs> My uh, brother was in town. We went all the way up to L.A. for the premiere of Candy Cane Lane with Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, and it was a long drive. It takes us forever to get there. We get up there, and um, it's the first time that all four kids have gone up to a premiere. Right. Usually I take one mm -hmm. at a time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so me, my brother and all those guys went up there. All and, those guys. Yeah, all those kids. And they're just offering us everything. Popcorn and this and this and this. I'm like, Dude, we can't have popcorn. These two are allergic to popcorn. And, da -da -da -da. and Theo the and Ryder. They're allergic the, to, to butter. The butter. Right. But they're like, it's butter flavoring. It's vegan. I don't trust it, right? Because it might have soy in it. I don't, I don't trust none of it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. We get, you know, Raya has M&M's. They gave him two boxes of M&M's, Raya's like. So we get there, and I notice we're sitting behind Paul Pierce. So the kids are like, <laughs> Paul Pierce is a, is a basketball player. He, plays for the, he used to play for the Celtics. So I'm like, oh, shoot, it's Paul Pierce. Now, Theo is sitting directly behind Paul Pierce and he's pissed because Paul Pierce is really tall. Really tall, so no, he can't see. So Uzi has to sit on my lap. Right, Theo's sitting right next to me, and Raya is over there by Uncle Bleas. So Raya's just having, you know, Raya, he just don't be paying attention all the time. He spills Eminem's all over Paul Pierce. <laughs> all over. And Paul Pierce took it, you know, he was he didn't care. You know what I'm saying? He was very nice, actually. You know what I'm saying? And I just thought it was like so interesting because I was like, you know, this is a basketball player. That's why you can't see because he's really tall. And Theo goes, you're lying. I'm like, why would I lie? <laughs> like, he's a famous basketball player. Yeah, he's famous. And uh, I showed him a picture. and He was like, oh, I guess you're not lying. <laughs> but yeah, my little chocolate babies all the way up. Mm. We, we hit, we're on a red carpet now. So Red carpet. That was fun. Yes. What you got, babe? Babe, I think we, I'm going to spend our Chocolate Baby story time talking about something and then allowing the audience to chime in. Okay, you still need the music? Maybe not. I don't okay, know. Okay, okay. Um, so, Uzai don't want to go to school. 
Oh yeah, this is, you definitely need the music. He okay. um this morning he was rebellious. I wouldn't say rebellious. He wasn't rebellious, but he was like protesting for sure in his own little way. And my mom heart couldn't take it. I was like, am I doing the right thing? Is oh. it too early? He's only four years old. Maybe he's not ready. Da, 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 da. Mm. But it's like when he's there, he has a good time. But getting there, he always is like, no, I don't want to go. But it's like, why doesn't he want to go? Mm. And he's not at an age where he's communicating. He's just like, I'm sick. I'm. <laughs> 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 I don't want to go. I want love. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's the right thing to do here, love? Because Mondays are not going to be lit if he's continuing to do this. He's done it twice before, and we've probably gone like, I don't know, we've been in school since September? Mm-hmm. What's this month, December? Yeah. So three months. So, yeah, I think that's a really good um, conversation to have. I feel like, you know, their school is partly for them. You know, yeah. it's only one day. It's partly for them. But it's a lot But for it's me. for you. <laughs> and so sometimes, like even being a husband, I think like, okay, this would be good for my wife, but will it be good for me? Right? Mm. And sometimes, like, I have to be like, okay, well, you know, whatever is struggling takes priority. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And Uzi will be fine. And I know it's going to be tough, but, like, it's like choose your heart. Do you want to do a whole day with just you and Uzi? I think it's be, it would think it would be great, actually. You know what I mean? Just hanging out with him all day. But what then happens I next year when he puts time. up a better fight? He already knows that he can win this argument. Yeah. He's only going to get smarter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I think you not giving in. Unfortunately, this is like parenting. This is the hard part. Um, this is, I I mean, primary parenting, right? It's like you got to do the, you got to lift the, the weight that you don't even know is there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have, you ever have to move something? Like, you got to move a couch and, like, you didn't realize it was like a, a fold-out bed inside <laughs> of that joint. <laughs> You're like, no, this is actually super heavy. Yeah. And I think the motion, the pulling with Uzi is really, this is like, no, I have to stick to my word. It's not It's not that you don't want to be around him. Mm-hmm. It's the principle. I know. Right? It's the principle that you said, no, everybody's going to school. You know, remember, remember when you cried and slapped yourself in the face when your brothers went... <laughs> And your sister went to school. Maybe we should show him that video. And you had to stay home by yourself. And you were so upset. And you one day you wanted to go to school. Now you can go to school. Now you don't want to go to school. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's okay that he feels that way. Um, but you can't control how people feel, you know. And mm-hmm. I've been doing that a lot in the in the comment sections. And just allowing people to say how they feel. You know what I mean? It's just like, I feel like you're doing this. You know, I'm like, it's okay. I'm okay with you feeling that way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay if that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. And Uzi, um, mm. this is a growing pain. Uh, he's he's such an adorable child. Mm-hmm. And it sucks to see him grow up. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because we're not having no more. <laughs> it's like so many different things. But I tell you, it is a curse. I know because part of me is like, oh, we could have so much fun. It'll be like I'm a mom of one again. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. 
that opportunity to be like, okay, we're getting up today and we're going to do a craft or make breakfast together or I don't know. Okay. Well, I guess he's going. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to go either. I, I wish I could be home with them. That'd be sick. I wouldn't make him go. <laughs> what? <laughs> but that's for what? me, though. That's for me, though. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't make any of the kids go? I would make some of them go. But I'm just saying, like, for me, I'm I'm in a place where I'm like, I don't get enough of the kids. So, you know, that's why I do the cuddles. Like, we were talking about this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm in a place where I'm like kind of more like, ah, I'm lacking in this area. I want to, I want more. And so I'll, I'll do anything to <laughs> and like. And then you get more and you're like, oh, y'all go away. Yeah, that was a lot. Last <laughs> week was a lot. That was a lot. All right, so check this out, y'all. Make sure you like and subscribe. Y'all know how it is, man. We give you the real, real, real. Now, I, I, I tell you this. Two episodes ago, we had the amazing Tico on, right? Um, was that you? Yeah, it was me. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was like, I don't know if that, that came out of me. Um, yeah, that we had we had Tico on. She is incredible. I know you guys want her to come back. Let's beg her to come back. <laughs> Make sure you guys go right now to Tico's Instagram yes. and follow her and yes. tell her and DM her or comment and say, please go back to the How Made Are You podcast. <laughs> that would be she, so dope. I told, I talked to her after it and I was like, you just need to get your own podcast, like start your own podcast. And yeah. She, like, she no. could film it here if she wants to. She said no. Oh, my gosh. So we got to have to. Have her back. All right. Well, there it is. Um, yeah, but make sure you like the videos, uh, subscribe to the channel, leave us a good review on um, uh, Apple Podcasts um, and a good rating. But I just want to let y'all know something, man. Like, we appreciate you guys' patience, right? I know we say every Tuesday and Thursday, <laughs> but it ain't every Tuesday and Thursday. And, um, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I've been launching uh, Frank Puppet, uh, mm-hmm. which is our, our kids, inspiring kids initiative. Um, and I'm creating a Black Sesame Street, right? The show that uh, I believe is going to really do good work in the in the community. Um, and so, yeah, we appreciate your patience. Yvette has been momming and all that stuff. So I'm going to try to do my best to be as consistent as possible, especially through the holidays, because that's a whole other excuse yeah. why, why we won't be able to do episodes or whatever. But it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get into the topic, babe. Okay, we have an email. Um, I've been watching y'all for years, and I'd like some advice. I'm a single Christian woman in her early 30s, and I've been in an amazing small group for about a year. I'm very involved in my church and my small, small group. When I started going to this group, I realized that I was starting to have feelings for some for my small group leader who is an attractive, single, godly man in his early 40s. We started becoming really good friends and we would call each other all the time, stay after church and talk for hours and talk for hours after small group too. Early, um, early this year, we had a talk where I asked him if we were just friends or more. All he said was, I've never thought of you in that way. Mm. I was crushed. Yeah. And I told him that's fine. How long, how long has it been? Um, Did we get that information? She's been in the small group for about a year. And early this year. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. You know, because early this year. Yeah. 
and then is this year over now? So it's like, Man. I don't know. That part is a little, I don't know. All he said was, I never thought of you that way. I was crushed, and I told him that's fine. We can still be friends, but we have to set some healthy boundaries so that we can both properly guard our hearts. Well, I was doing a good job of that most of the year. Okay, so wait. Until recently, I started having feelings for him again. Wait. Well, I was doing a good job of that for most of the year. Even though we continue to be really good friends, until recently, I started having feelings for him again. I believe that he's showing me signs that he's interested, and now I'm, I like him even more now. He treats me like his wife sometimes. Even though we've never crossed any boundaries in our friendship, for example, I recently helped him move, and he begged me to come over and help him pack. Then the next day, he begged me to stay at his new place with his new keys while he went and picked up the U-Haul and furniture at his old place. Oh, okay. He asked if I could help him with a new place, like clean up. He needed to borrow my mop. And he asked my opinion on where he should place his furniture at new place. Even on several occasions, he's given me his credit card to make purchases for him. An important note is that I've never had such amazing godly community like I have in the small group. We are literally family and I wouldn't want us dating or not working or not working to cause me to stop this group. Working out, not yeah. working out. Plus they have group at my place, so that would be really awkward for them to find a different place to meet. Long story long. <laughs> long story long I'm confused could he have developed feelings for me over this past year and he sees me as more than a friend now or is he just keeping me around for convenience until he finds his wife we've both dated other people throughout this year and given each other dating advice lol sometimes he would seem a little jealous when I brought up other guys that I was talking to especially if they were other African men I'm not African sh- yes. or African-American. She said African men. Other African men. So this so man must be African. He might be African or she might be African. And he's black. Black American? Black. Black and African, two different things. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm not sure what to do because I'm afraid of being hurt by him again, and I also don't want to influence or manipulate him either way. I really want to get clarity on this because I, I'm sorry, I really want to get clarity on this, but I also don't want to ruin our great friendship. There's also a side of me that likes the attention he gives me since he talks to me the most out of all the girls in the group, but I know I deserve more than that. Amen, sister. The last thing is that he is a very fit guy, and I'm a very and I'm a curvy girl. He's mentioned that he likes girls that are curvy, but sometimes I get in my head about being too big for him because I'm literally everything else that he's looking for. What do I do? I would especially love a male perspective on this. Thanks in advance. Oh man, I don't. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. That's all I got to say. All right. All right. We, we gonna, I'm going to need you to have big feelings for this. When was this email sent? Um, Four days ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why? Because sometimes, I, you know, we don't respond to all the emails and sometimes like stuff from six months ago. So no, I'm no, like, no, she's this, probably past this. No, she this needs is four this days. <laughs> she needs this now. Okay, so I need you to have big feelings. I need, I need you to have a... I need you to. I'm. 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 I might hurt your feelings today. Uh oh. I might hurt your feelings today. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. tell me first? No. 
Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, <laughs> I want to say that I, I see what's happening here. And it's not... Is she in the friend zone? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I think um, she's in, like, she delusional. Wait, what? I think it's a little delulu, for sure. Huh. Because she says, sometimes he treats me like his wife. For instance, he asked me to hold his keys while he went to go get the U-Haul. No, he he, asked, she was at his new place while he went to go get... Or his old place? The keys to his house while uh-huh. he went to go get a U-Haul. Uh-huh. He asked me where the furniture should go. He asked me, what else? He asked me, um... I don't know where you're going with this, so I don't know. He, he goes, uh... He, he asked me to me. use his card. He begged me to stay at his house. You are a neighbor, ma'am. This is neighbor behavior. Now... I do think men can sometimes be a little possessive when it comes to, I want you to like me because I like how what I'm receiving from you. I like the way you're treating me. Mm. It's benefiting me. Mm. You're a neighbor or an assistant. That's assistant behavior. If he's the leader of the life group and you're just a friend and he's dating other people and he already told you, he already told you, I don't, I've never looked at you at that in that way. Sometimes... You know, when you got bad boundaries, and I've had bad boundaries before, and I've led someone on, and I shouldn't have led on, right? And, like, I, I, it, was, it was no emotional purity. I didn't know any better. I, I was like, I, I hope you, I was like, I hope you find someone. She's like, me too. And I'm like, all right, you want to go out to eat? But I didn't think, I, I wasn't talking about me. I was talking about whoever she was going to find. I knew I didn't want to be with a girl. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I need her to understand that people like to be, like, flattered and they like that attention. But if he already told you he never see you like that, I don't think you're going to make it out of the friend zone. Right? What's wrong with how I'm saying it? No, I'm trying to. There's nothing wrong with how you're saying it. I think that was very um, appropriately said. I was just trying to put myself in her shoes and just think back have I ever had a relationship like that where um you like someone and ain't like you back or like not even so much that as much as it is we were friends and we were just really good friends you know I don't have nobody um I don't know what you got huh like I don't know like your history like that. Like, I know you didn't have a lot of experience mm. with relationships. So um, I would say that there's another thing here that's a little sensitive, and I got to say this too, right? But if he's saying he likes curvy girls and you're saying you might be too big for him, he might, that might be true, right? Going back to the text? I'm going back to how he said it. She goes, he mentioned, she goes, the last thing is that he is a very fit guy, and I'm a curvy girl. He's mentioned that he likes girls that are curvy, but sometimes I get in my head about being too big for him because I'm literally everything else he says he's looking for. Yeah. I think I think this guy is um, just oblivious. 
You, you know? think he's oblivious? I think he's a little oblivious. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say he's doing this on purpose, mm-hmm. but it does seem like, hey, man, this is not the best way to, like, steward a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, now, as a married man, I could say this, but as, like, a person who's single, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm out there. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. doing whatever I want to do for me. But if I'm, like, now and I got a daughter, I'm like, well, I, my sister, I'm like, yo, don't you see this guy is not paying you any attention? You know, or he's, you're very convenient. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've had relationships with friends that I was really close with, and we was always friends. It was always platonic. But as soon as they got a boyfriend, I stopped talk. They stopped calling me because all their needs were met through their boyfriend. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when you're meeting someone's needs, like you are beneficial to him in his life, right? But just because you think he's doing like stuff that he would do with his wife, that's just stuff you think you would do as a wife. That's not mm-hmm. stuff that he thinks that his wife should do. That's just women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like women know how to organize and arrange things very well. Men don't really think about not some all men. men. Yeah, yeah, some men. Right, but I'm just like that. Ain't that's just so you just there? <laughs> <laughs> you close by? You always here? Help me with this. You are so helpful. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I love curvy girls. Curvy girls are great. But we're not talking about you. We're talking about curvy girls. And he may have said that to. With a mindfulness of your curviness. Yeah, trying to be nice. Yeah. I would say in this season right now, you know, that you care. I, this is just my my thought, my hypothesis. You care a lot about this community. Mm-hmm. And this community is so valuable for you mm-hmm. that you are like, man, if this one thing happened, this would make this a experience out of this world. Right. But it's a lot of pressure because um, what if it don't? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like even like you're thinking like, oh, my gosh, if this doesn't work out and we don't end up together or like we, we, we try or I, I make my stance known, they're not going to have anywhere to meet. Like they can meet at a Starbucks, <laughs> a Panera Bread. They can meet mm-hmm. under a bridge. Maybe the church will open up their door. Maybe somebody will do something. Mm-hmm. It don't got to be your house. Mm-hmm. He just got a new place. Yeah, you better go there. over there and y'all can, oh, hey, we can all help with figuring out where the furniture go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't, I would not sacrifice your peace of mind for other people's convenience. Let that sink in. Let me sit with it for a minute. I would not sacrifice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your peace, peace of, of mind, mind for other people's for convenience. other people's convenience. But so then, well, I mean, she's saying she doesn't want to date him and risk it not working out and miss out on that community. Well, he don't want to date her. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think I agree. I think I would take him for his word and not even go back there. Because he knows that you potentially have feelings for him because you've inquired about it. And so if he knows that and then he does develop feelings, he can circle back to the conversation. And so if he hasn't circled back, then I would just take it that he is not interested in you in that way and keep the friendship, whatever. Now, if you are in a place where the friendship is what it is and you're like, I can't I can't do this 
mm-hmm. because my heart is just like I keep whatever. Then there are some decisions you have to make. Find a new group. Um, maybe you don't have to find a new. I mean, like you can find a new group, but still be in relationship with everybody in the group. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll just have to be a lot more intentional um, with be, with hanging out with those folk. But I think it's important for you at this point, if you're starting to develop feelings again, that you have to protect your heart and your purity and all the things. And so, like Lynn said, your peace. Yeah. And I would say, too, that I would say this is one of the things that bug me about um, some women. Uh Uh-oh. Y'all don't be listening. (laughs) A man will tell you. He gonna say he said some woman. He was probably like the, that woman. My, 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 my woman. <laughs> I would say that y'all really don't be listening sometimes, man. Like a guy could be like, you know, I don't. I don't like birthday parties. I don't like cake. <laughs> I don't like it. But it's your birthday. I made you a cake, and then you get upset because he don't like the cake you made. Nah, I don't like cake in general. You know what I'm saying? Like it seemed like y'all wanna. It's like men will say a man. All right. So some I'm not saying every man speaks his mind, but I would say that generally in my in my with my relationships, I've seen a lot of dudes will say what they want or say speak their mind. And then they'll recognize that they're not heard. So then they'll stop speaking their mind and they just go, whatever. (laughs) Mm. I don't care. Whatever you're going to do. I can't control you anyway. You know what I'm saying? I can't, mm. I can't I can't get what I want anyway, so just go ahead and do whatever you're going to do. And then you go, well, aren't you excited? I actually don't care. And you get mad because he's nonchalant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a spiral. So I'm like, if he's saying he's not into you, that is like the best thing ever because mm-hmm. now you know he's not into you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if he says he's not into you and he's nice to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like... That don't he's still not into you because he's nice, and I'm gonna be honest. Men do that too. Well, there, I, I I did that. Man, I, she let like she she be going out with me and stuff like that. But we're just friends. Well, why am I paying for the food? You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I why? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like thinking there's more to the relationship than there is, and it wasn't. It was nothing there, you know. And I think we can save ourselves a lot of heartache. By just listening, listening to what people say and to what they do. Because if they say one thing and they do something different, that means they're a liar. (laughs) You just a straight up liar. Um, And I would just say that I would say step away, Mm -hmm. honestly, because if you step away and he goes and he reaches out, you could just let him know, like, hey, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I can't control how I feel. Right. And. You know, I, I think that in immaturity, I would say that that's that's foolish. Like, you should be able to control how you feel. But, you know, if, if it's hot outside, it's hot outside. You feel the heat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could try to mind over matter it. You could, you know, think you're not cold when you're cold. But, like, for the most part, you're going to feel whatever you're feeling. And if you feel something for this man, what's going to help you is either to preach to yourself and tell yourself, like, hey, this is not what it is what it is this guy does not like me hey he does not like you he's just being nice um or if he tries to do something like hey man you ain't my husband back up 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to put people in a place and tell them the rules because you got to got this open door policy where you're letting people kind of have whatever. Free reign. Yeah, free reign in, in, in your space. So I will really protect your peace over other people's convenience. I hope that helps. Yeah. Do you want to do another one or do you want to? Well, we haven't been going that long, but how, let's talk about us. Let's talk about us, baby. Let's talk about you and me. <laughs> we are so different. We are so different. Yeah, babe. Oh, man. How is that? How do we work? We are so different. Like, music, things we do, stuff we say. It almost doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Right. How do we do it? I don't know. Okay. I question it often. Yeah. You question it often? <laughs> I do. Um I'd be like, why is this man with me? No. I don't I don't think you should ever think that. I'm thinking like how do we work, not why am I with you? Oh, uh, how do we work? Yeah. We stay in our lane. I feel like um Yeah. I don't really know how we work. I think we have commonalities where it matters. Mm. Our belief system, mm-hmm. our love for each other, mm-hmm. our love for our children. I think that one of my favorite things about being in a relationship to you is that you've broadened my genre of everything, mm. <laughs> my genre of life, perspective, even the things that I will watch or entertain or even listen to. Mm-hmm. Um You've opened me up to a world that I was sheltered from. Mm. Yeah. I would say, you know, I think the the stuff you said about our love for each other, our belief system, I think that's kind of like foundational. Mm -hmm. But even as we move forward beyond the foundation, we have a more of a mission focused mm-hmm. union mm-hmm. where we know what we exist for, right? Um, mm. And that's hard to find. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and I would say, you know, I, I, you know, I think the best thing, or one of the best things about being in a relationship with you is. Um, the communication I wouldn't say style but like you have a way of just you believe better for yourself you know say more like you believe like yo I can do anything and I deserve this and I want to do that you know what I'm saying and I am like I'll do that for you and you're like no we both deserve that you know, mm-hmm. and so even when you were, were talking, the questions you ask me are you don't you don't throw softballs, you know. Interesting. I really appreciate that. That just must be who I am. Did someone else say that about you? No, I'm just saying that just may must be who I am because I don't know that I feel intentional in doing it, but it just is who I am. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you're someone 
who I feel safe to do that with. Ah. Which can be a bad thing. Terrible. Tico actually has talked to me about this. Really? (laughs) About how, like, you know, she's like, well, if he's your safe place, then wouldn't you want to protect that at all means possible? Oh, yeah. Did I, sh- I should talk to you about that, I think. Mm-mm, say more so we can have people uh, that. <laughs> no, but it was more of a thing where it's like sometimes when we feel safe, it's kind of like with children who have autism mm-hmm. who like or who may be like higher functioning on the autism spectrum. And when they go to school, they may be um, more well-behaved. And then when they come home, this is where we see a lot of the behavior that is consistent with them being on the spectrum. And it's because they feel safe at home. They don't feel like they have to perform or put up or whatever. And I think sometimes with me personally, when I'm in conversation with other people or like I have an opportunity to throw the hard the hardballs or whatever you want to call them, I care too much about losing the relationship or making someone feel bad or whatever the case may be and then when i'm with you you don't care there's like this there's like this understanding that there's nothing i can say or do (laughs) that will make you leave or go away because i'm unconditionally loving you or i'm stuck No, no 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 it's more of a like an unconditional love type thing and so sometimes I don't take as much care Mm. with you as I would with other people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you, the the way you approached the young lady in the email was very like gentle, soft-spoken, but honest, Mm. not soft-spoken, but you know what I mean? It was, it wasn't as whatever as you can be sometimes. Okay. Um, And so with you though, when I'm talking to you, I just kind of be like, ha. Mm-hmm. versus other people I'd be like okay mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm making any sense I don't have You're the vocabulary to like sucks. express what <laughs> so what Tika <laughs> was saying she was like so I because I because I think her and I we were talking about like some of my family stuff yeah that I'm dealing with mm-hmm. and um she was like but Glenn is your safe space like he's your safe place so that's the place that you need to like be putting all your care and attention to in order to make sure he's taken care of so that when you land there, you know what I mean? Type yeah, thing. it's better for you. It's better for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that goes both ways in a relationship is that if your partner is your safe place, then like, let's just, let's pr- remove the human, the humanity of your, you being a safe place. Mm-hmm. If you're in your home and there's a room or even just your home, all of us have a certain aesthetic that we try to maintain in order for us to feel at home to have that homey feeling Mm -hmm. and so there are things we'll do like vacuum or dust or pick up after ourselves or the little things to take care of the home if the toilet is stopped running we're gonna like do the repairs necessary to make sure we have a functioning toilet you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so i feel like what she was trying to iterate to me or how i took it away is that like if you are my safe place then I should care about your health, about your mind, about your spirit, about the things mm. that bring you joy and all the things 
and I should be doing things to contribute to that, mm -hmm. to that care. Yeah. God bless Tico, man, wherever she is. Right <laughs> um, now, I, I would say that I don't want you to be soft on me ever. Mm -hmm. I don't think that is beneficial for me or for mm -hmm. our family. Like, I think there are times when I want you to have the same energy for the other people around yeah. you. Because if it's done that to me, what do you think it's going to do to everyone else? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have literally shifted me mm. in my position in life. Like, I was going this way, and you were like, over here, bro. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I execute over here because you have asked me questions that got me there. Mm -hmm. But if everybody else is allowed to keep walking over here, and you're kind of like, you want me to come? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Instead of, hey, bruh, nothing's over there. Go this way. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe you have that same voice on a stage, in a book, in a, in every relationship you have. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of like, I'm really the only person benefiting <laughs> off of your true self. You know what's crazy is this morning I had to have a similar talk to myself. Mm. Where I was like, what the F is your problem, girl? Because I was thinking about everything that went wrong this morning. And all of it could have been prevented if I had done X, Y, or Z. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like so much of the disarray. I feel like there's always an excuse. There's mm. four of them. There's one of me. It's... <laughs> You know, like just there's always an excuse, but can you give me an example of one thing that could you which you mean if I would have did X, Y, and Z? Okay, so this morning, um, my alarm went off at four fifteen a.m. My alarm goes off at four fifteen a.m. every morning. I did not wake up right away. I pressed snooze, so it delayed me waking up, and then further put me behind on all the things that I set out to do in the morning. However, if I would have done things like make their lunches or had them make their lunches last night, packed their backpacks last night, printed out different worksheets that they needed, you know, done that stuff last night, I wouldn't have had to do it this morning and I wouldn't have been flabbergasted or whatever. Um, I should have showered before starting my day because I had to shower after I made them breakfast, which then prevented me from being able to monitor them and make sure they were doing the things they were supposed to do in order for us to get out the door on time. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. last night I chose to watch TV. I think I watched three episodes of that show, two and a half episodes of a new show that I'm watching instead of doing the things I could have done. done. I could have set up my iPad in the classroom, watched a show and done whatever. But then I was thinking about it too and I was like, but don't I deserve for my brain to like just, <laughs> mm. because there's a part of me that is like, ah, oh, shoot. Like I'm always on, I'm always on. I'm always thinking, I'm always like, everything's always being processed in my mind. There's always tabs open. There's always things that are to be done. Mm -hmm. And so I want time to just shut down. But at the same time, if I were more disciplined in other areas of my life, I probably could just have time to shut down, guilt-free, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So 
there were a lot of things that went wrong this morning that, you know, whatever. And I also think that even if I would have showered for like got myself ready, it's like the whole put your mask on before you put children's mask on yeah. philosophy. I feel like if I would have done that first, then I could have like got in bed with Uzi and helped him wake up then walked him down like i could have navigated his mood this morning mm-hmm. because his i asked uh i think i asked i can't remember who did it but i asked hey boys i know you guys want to be on time because they were talking about riding their daggone bikes to school to school and i was like where's your bikes gonna go and they're like well we'll walk and i'm like really mm-hmm. your dad would like send me to jail i wouldn't send you to jail i wouldn't send you to because i literally thought about letting them walk all of them? <laughs> no, just Theo and Ryan. I think um, if Theo was more of a protector, I think it would be good to send all of them. But it's a lot of homeless. I know that's what I said. To, heads that's exactly what I said. On the way to school. It's like a, a homeless people. It's like a zoo for drugs. Yeah. Cocaine. Meth. <laughs> that's just weed. well i just want to say like you know i'm not trying to get you to beat yourself up right i just want to like shine a light that like you know i think you know besides like loving you and like you being impressed with certain things that i do you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. that like really brings me joy that i i can serve you in some way but the way you don't like the way you call me to more is like beneficial for everybody like everybody wins mm. like a good wife like everybody wins like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so i wonder like you know you know i don't know like what's next like what is the next because you're going on a little staycation you're going to get away for a little bit so you know how can we make the next, maybe you talk about this next time and talk with Tico about it maybe, but how can we make, you have something to say? <laughs> Why? Because it looks like I'm present. No. no. Um, yeah. Like what, what do, because I think this is like a enlightening conversation for us, mm-hmm. but I'm almost like, what would we have wanted our spouse to say about why we're like, it's great being with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the what? What did I hope you say? Like, that I expanded your 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 horizons? Like, you was eating vegetables <laughs> out of can. Any nigga could have did that. <laughs> Any nigga could have did that. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Glenn will be telling that from until the day we die. That'll probably be us. Oops, on uh stages talking about marriage. You know, I got that girl stop eating vegetables out of a can. <laughs> But like I, I'm like okay that's cool I did that but anybody could have did that you know mm. what I'm saying so it's like what would I have wanted you to say you know and it's things I wanted you to I, I may have wanted you to say so it's kind of okay cool well what can I do for the next thirteen what did you want me to say I don't know I'm just saying you know I wasn't expecting that though you oh. know what I'm saying mm. you know no but it, it it for me it 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 like inspires me to be myself more in our marriage. And I hope you feel You're like, not yourself more? Uh-uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, duh. Uh-uh. 
There's more of you? Yeah, there's more. That I don't get? Yeah. I don't think you can handle it. What? Yeah, you, um, yeah, you can't handle it, I don't oh think. Oh, my gosh. Like, I think, you know, like, I, I would say what it's we so did. It's so interesting that you say that. Go ahead. Okay, so ask me how married I am. No. I want to finish this conversation. Well, I was going to end it with that. <laughs> what? I don't want to be left on a cliffhanger. Okay. What? Were you about to say? I'm going to say it and my how married are you? <sighs> how married are you? Okay, so I would say I'm so married that, like, being more myself looks like what we did this weekend when I was like, okay, I learned this thing and I want to apply it now. Mm. And I was like, so... What's crazy is that Yvette was like, man, I was so behind. I was so behind. But actually, she was ahead. She was so ahead, y'all. And let me tell you how ahead she was. We cleaned the house yesterday and got the house ready for the cleaners. And you didn't have to do anything this morning for the cleaners. Right? I had to prep the kitchen a little bit after breakfast. But is that it? For the most part, For yeah. the most part, yeah. It's a lot less than what I have usually have to usually do. Usually she has to wake up and mm. get like 35, 40, 50% of the house <laughs> up to the standard that the cleaners can clean. But yesterday I was just like, yo, we're all going to attack this together as a family. And we made it our mission to like go in by everybody's room and help. And it was really clunky and annoying and frustrated. <laughs> but... I feel like those type of, and I think we should do that every single Sunday before the cleaners come. Cleaners come. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I think we should do that. And I'm like, that would be a standard for me. If I'm more myself, that would be a standard. Mm. And it would just be like, nope, it's Sunday. We're going to do this. And when you're going, I just want to relax. Because you hid. She literally, like, went outside and was, like, scrolling. I was like, what are you doing? What? At some point yesterday. Oh, I didn't hide. Everyone stopped. <laughs> I didn't stop. It all ended upstairs. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to go get some vitamin D. Yeah. I didn't go hide. Everyone knew where I was. You silly. was in the shade. You weren't even in the sun. No, the sun was hitting me. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I Yeah, I helped uh, prep for the cleaners yesterday and the whole family. I, I do feel like... Um, m- well, some of y'all are doing a whole lot better as far as seeing that part of our home, like picking up. This morning, I asked Theo to grab those towels from the top of the stairs and take them to the garage next and put them by the um, mm-hmm. wash machine. Homeboy brought in the clothes from the dryer, switched the loads over from the wash machine to the dryer, and started the towels washing that's a bad man i was like and the reason i even know that happened well i saw the basket in and i was like oh that's interesting but then i but there was towels by the because we sometimes we throw towels by the garage door and then to take them in later so i grabbed those to take them to like start the load and I was a little disappointed <laughs> that it was only a little he, bit he of walked towels. right by those little bit of uh, towels and didn't add it to the towels. But I was like, wow, we're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, there's growth here. A lot of growth. There's a, so much growth happening. Mm-hmm. And, like, even the kids emptying the dishwasher and not putting the, the dishes away appropriately is like, well, they emptied the dishwasher, you know? Yeah. So we're, like, 
We're tracking. Babe, we're uh, tracking. T- 10, 9, 6, and 4. They are doing chores. Yeah. Full-on chores. Yeah. So this is great. And they not getting paid for the chores. They are not getting paid. Yeah. It's just, yeah, you here. I don't get paid. It's the TV time. <laughs> That's what you get paid. Yeah. You get paid. Um, yeah. How married are you, babe? Um, I've stopped writing them down. Got me water the other night. You didn't feel like going. Didn't I already say that one? No, that just happened. Was it? Didn't that just happen? It's been happening a lot. Oh. <laughs> I've been requesting water. <laughs> I don't be making a lot of requests in our marriage, I don't feel. Not enough. I'm going to have to start. It's just because the ones you make are just so major. They're not major at all. How dare you? How dare you? My uh, asking you to give me water when you're in under the covers. No, I'm talking about the other asks. What other asks? I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to talk. There about ain't it. no other asks, babe. There ain't no other asks. There's girl. three asks. You talking about the mandatory ones? I'm still married. Um, <gasps> I'm still married. That I saw this new company that sells pajamas. And I was like, I want a pair. And I saw they had men's pajamas. And I bought Glenn a pair of pajamas. <laughs> and he looks so good in them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got a funny story about that. Oh, okay. What's the funny so thing? Yvette, oh, no. No, no. No, it's great. I love the pajamas. Okay. The pajamas are amazing. So Yvette likes her butt rubbed, right? <laughs> so sometimes when she wears those pajamas, they feel really nice. So, like, I'll, like, they're okay. soft, mm-hmm. right? Okay. The butt's soft and the pajamas are soft. Okay. So, I'm grabbing that, right? Okay. So, I'm in the pajamas and I scratch my butt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my butt's soft, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was so zesty. Oh I hated God. it. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, and that's, that's just, just how, how married, married we are. are.